Aw, look at the kitty. Ooh, we should adopt more cats. <gasps> Ooh. That seems like a good, This that's, you know. You have to say we should adopt more kittens. Yes, we should adopt more kittens. First one, it was right to the head nodding, and it was aggressive head nodding. This head nodding was light, and it took you a minute. Yep, yep. Because he, uh, we were, after we finished eating before we recorded, um, Henry's new thing is there's this one little toy that looks like the little smile monster, and he's been taking it, and he walks around with it, and he, I don't know why, brings it into the inside of the wine rack and, like, put because it's an empty wine rack at the moment and he puts his body through the wine rack crawls into it and plays with the toy in there oh. and and andy was like oh look how sweet he is he's a good boy so again i do want to put the emphasis on the fact that andy apparently has a soft spot for kittens who knew who knew i would have thought that he would have been more annoyed by them but no nope andy can you see my kitten right now yeah it's so nice. See? It's, yeah, he is a little round. <laughs> He's doing a little dance. He's doing a little hello dance. That's so nice. <laughs> hello! <laughs> See? Andy has a soft spot for kittens. What the fuck? It's, it's that... And you know what else is odd about it is it's the soft spots of Andy because he's such a, like, hard, gruff boy all the time. Me, Yeah, grumpy. And then, like, Secretly loves kittens. Yeah. Like, yeah. Great. Mm-hmm. Anyways, this is the V-Spot podcast, a kittenish, veganish podcast for best friends who are just doing their best to try to survive. All of those things, for sure. For sure, Z's. Uh, yeah. And we did an interview this evening with a famous guest. I like being... Can we... I mean, we can do some gushing now, maybe, and some gushing later, but, like, we really did not... F like, I, listen, this is this is somebody who has won an Emmy Award. <laughs> I tried not to think about it, honestly. To reflect for one moment, um, like, on the seven degrees of Kevin Bacon that we just experienced. Like, this oh, is yeah. who has won... At, like, he... Like, I... Anyway, carry on. <laughs> I, yeah. I, I passed out on the floor. I don't. I. I. I don't know. I, I try to ignore that fact, if I'm being honest, because I do get a little starstruck and weird, um, often. Uh, but I was trying to ignore that because that's a that's a big deal. Yeah, it's nerve wracking, and I can hear him in my head because if he, you know, goes back and listens to the intro and is like, "Nah, like I'm," it's. He would just be so, like, humble and, and cool. And I'm like, no, man, that's fucking awesome. So, anyways, and he talked to us about our problems and your old lady hips. Yes. Yes. We didn't mention my arthritis, which we, I could have. Anyways, uh, yeah. So, I guess we'll just let let it roll. Let her roll. All right. We're recording. We're here. All right. Um. Okay. We'll jump into it. We have a special guest with us this evening um i'm gonna let him introduce himself and just just launch right into it uh tell us who you are strange guest and um i don't know like three bullet points about yourself and then we'll have <laughs> questions and start rambling i always well, tell people to introduce themselves and half the time they're like well what do you mean i'm like i don't know what three are you, what do bullet you think points. I mean? <laughs> yeah like let's, three let's, highlights let's, i've never been introduced that way but let's let's go for it let's roll with it, you know? let's do it. who are you well, three well, I'm, gonna, bullet points. I'm gonna give you the most special one which is 
the first one is I'm my mother's sunshine. She's always called me that here my entire life. I'm her S-O-N, her sunshine. And that literally has been undergirded every single thing in, in my life because my life is really just about like shining our light and our brothers and everyone just shining our light. So that, that just radiates with everything. So my name is Kiko Ellsworth. Uh, I'm a Emmy Award winning actor, producer, uh, life, uh, life coach, trainer, uh, men's evolution coach, uh, just lover of life. And uh, I'm here to be with my sisters here, you, to say hello, to uh, have a little fun, and uh, to, 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 to just have a little fun, you know what I'm saying? And, and just uh, to say what's up. That's 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 what I got for you right now. That's it. That, that was actually really good. Um, yeah, I'm just rolling. I'm just rolling with it. I like that was I, okay. Yeah. So I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna counterpoint with I'm Danny. I have seven cats, <laughs> and I watched a trashy young adult TV show today that is nothing like the books that I read about. And I also did some knitting. You <laughs> <laughs> just had such a strong like yeah. like just so so much cool stuff, and I was like, yep, I. I did a knit today. <laughs> I, I, I carried my little sixteen-year-old uh, dog um, like a baby yeah. from the grass to over here, and she waddled and she looked at me and she gazed into my eyes. So there's that aspect too that I do every <laughs> single day, which is like I think I think that's more important is like how we, you know, what I'm saying like those little things. Yeah, that's it. Those are the things right there, man. That's um, that's it. Yeah. Um. I. I mean. I'm. I'm cat, and I have five cats. So Danny has me beat. Um. And I didn't do a whole lot today. Um. I. I did a lot of googling. You. I will admit. So. So you. You should have done my intro. You probably could have done it better than me because what I did was like sad. I mean, like, geez, come on. Well, I. Um. Because I spent so much time stalking you on the internet today. Um. I'm. I'm very excited for this interview. I. I actually um i have quite a few questions i'm not really sure what direction to go in um i i would I'm, i would like to start by asking we can go in every, wanna... every single direction we want to go because that's I, I, we roll like that seriously are every you single real direction. that's my question are you I, real because when you yeah well like when you said the dog thing i'm like wait a yeah. second is this a real person or are we talking to a bot of some sort because no, that's but you know so what? nice if, if if that well, let me just put it like this. I did not start off that way. I learned. I I learned a lot. Let me just jump right into my marriage. Since you, you since you're talking about that, I said yeah. yes, I am real. But I started off very doing everything wrong, especially during my my former marriage, and I learned how how not to do so many things. I didn't know how to do it. I was so behind. It was like I was just always getting a D passing grade or failing. You know, and I didn't learn how to really show up in a relationship at all. And it's so interesting, it's ironic, where I, because I do relationship work and I do love work and how to show up in a relationship with yourself, relationship with others, whether it's like friendship, man, man, or man, woman, and just having like that sort of place. But like during my marriage, it was the most difficult thing for me. And, and before that, it was just, I was so nervous and I had stage fright on the stage. I didn't know how to be myself. So I struggled over 35 years in my own relationship with myself primarily, which of course I struggled everywhere else as well too. So, um, so yeah, you know, but, but, but through all the mistakes, yeah, that's like, that's, I learned finally, um, just how to be me and to love me and to love you, my sisters, like I, I and my brothers, you know, it's just like, it, it clicked finally. 
So I'm, I've always kind of seen my, I've always been kind of a late bloomer, but you know, I'm here now. So yeah, I'm real <laughs> and all my mistakes and lovely glory. Um, so that actually, yeah. Okay. Go. Yeah, you, Kat. That go. actually kind of go, brings go. me, um, to my, to what was going to be one of my first questions too, was like, um, how did you, like, how, how did, how did you get there? Like how, you know, you said you're an actor. Now you're doing all of this, um, like life coach work and relationship work. Like, do you still yeah. do acting? How did you get from kind of that world of acting into what, I, I mean, I don't know much, but I would think is kind of a very different world. Yeah, totally, totally, completely different. So like, uh, well, I got into the acting, I had stage fright. And so I forced myself to confront that. That's all personal development right there. You know what I'm saying? So kind of personal development got me into the acting because I was like, what the F is this? Why am I choking and on the stage and not able to speak? So I was like, I, I can show up better than that. Like, so I, I, acting for me was all about personal development and expression. And then, like, long story short, that kind of got, kind of got, like, you know, it kind of went off track and kind of became about different things and red carpet and all these. And I got distracted and went off on a whole different thing. So I was like, you know, this is not, this is not what I, so then I um, ended up meeting, you know, my fiance or the, the, you know, the woman that ended up being my, my wife and the mother of my child. I ended up meeting her and she had something that I wanted because she, she had herself. She had this power. She had this relaxedness. She had this sort of alignment, this sort of truth with herself that I was missing. And I was like, what? Like, I want to, there's something about her that I actually, I need to be around her to learn something. I do love her. She's great looking, all that stuff, but there's, there's something more than that. So, you know, slowly and gradually over time, I just moved further and further away from the acting industry. And then I ended up dropping all my agents and managers and and uh, I just wanted to have, I wanted to know who I was. Like, I wanted to figure out my, my real life, you know, my, my spiritual foundation. Like, what is that? Because the acting was all like my ego. It was all mm -hmm. stroking my ego. It was all that, all that crap. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, this is, this is not really fulfilling. I don't know myself. And so I had to leave that and, and uh, figure that out. And, and thank God, you know, that I had a, a woman as strong and as, as she was, she held a, a space for me to like figure out who, who I was like over the next decade. And, um, you know, she really sacrificed herself because when someone's like unconscious, you get hurt, you get hurt a lot because they don't know what they don't know and they're damaging and they're doing, you know, stupid things that they don't know that are stupid. And I did a lot of stupid things. And, you know, it's like, I, I'm okay with that. You know, as long as we can learn from that because we all don't know what we don't know. So, but as long as we're cool to like learn, it's like, hey, you know what? I didn't know it. It's cool. I don't have to try to hide it. You know what I'm saying? I made a mistake and I learned from it. And now, you know, I've you know, transformed or evolved out of that. So um, that's, I think that, I think that answered some of your question, but that's pretty much how, you know, I kind of got to this point and just kept, kept evolving and growing and, you know, that sort of thing. Nice. Wow. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, oh, okay. <laughs> there was like just silence right there. I'm like, uh oh, <laughs> am I still here? <laughs> No, no, you're here. Shook. <laughs> yeah, no, that was us being like, oh. Oh, a man, a man admitting yeah. that he didn't, a man like admitting that he didn't, uh, he did horrible in his, in his marriage and he couldn't do it, right? And he said, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Yeah, yeah. yes, <laughs> yes, actually. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I, like, I kind of, yeah, go ahead. Any, anytime, like we, I'm, which is very rare, but like you hear it once in a while, a man say, I was wrong. And you go, I'm sorry, what? Or like, <laughs> I was wrong yeah. in my marriage or relationship or, yeah. you know, and it was on me and I'm going to 
admit that I'm going to own it and I'm going to just deal with it. And like, what? <laughs> yeah. 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 That, I mean, but it's just like, let's just be real. Like I relationships, none of us have it all figured out. Relationships are like school one-on-one. It's like spiritual growth. If you want to grow spiritually, it's like get married or have a child and you're going to learn so much about yourself if you're willing. And if you're not, you're going to try to like deflect and say, uh, no, that's not me. Uh, you, you, and you're going to do all that crap. And it's like, well, that's, that's not fun. It's like, no, dude, like, come on. No one, I'm not, well, no one's perfect. It's like, let's just learn what we got to learn and, and, and just grow from there. So, um, you know, that's just my, that works for me. So who knows? I mean, it might not work for anybody else, but that works for me at least. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Andy's laughing because he can see my face where I'm just like, uh-huh. Wow. Okay. <laughs> um, Andy, Andy, you got something you need to say to her or something? Is that something you need to say back there, bro? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how much you know, but um, Danny and Andy are married. So <laughs> I, fig- I figured that out the last 10 seconds. Yep. Yep. We're, uh, He's yeah, we're married. Um, Kat's like close enough yeah. to Kat and I have been friends long enough and share like I don't know kidneys or something too, basically. <laughs> so it's close enough. Anyways, neither here nor there. <clears throat> um, question on just so I don't just so I don't forget this very specific thing. So I was telling Andy this. Um, how in your like finding yourself like this is listening to all of that mm-hmm. speaks. Yo, like that's all to me. I'm like, oh, yoga speak because I'm I'm a yoga instructor myself. Yeah. Um, and so like listening to that like verbiage and the way that you say that specifically, I'm like, ah, it makes sense that he's a Kundalini instructor. Um, so I'm just wondering how you got into that and if that like came earlier on in your um like journey to find yourself or if you found yourself more after the yoga or like how that yeah 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 that that was um. That was during, that was like after I, ba- I basically let go of my ego. Like there's, there's, I work with a lot of men, right? So uh, let me just kind of lay it out like this. In, in this, for, 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 I have this sort of thing, w- w- there's three stages, three phases of, 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 of getting into like healthy manhood, let's just say. There's the, there's the first phase uh, where a man is stuck in his ego. Like I talked to you about, like when I was my I was stuck in my ego. You know, that's when you get like offended, insecure. Things like that, you know, you know, you, you, every, a lot of stuff is like really driven from like external success. You get offended very, very easily. Uh, you don't want to admit that you're wrong. Like that sort of thing. When the ego is like just kind of running the show when a man's pretty much like stuck in his head, that's really predominant. Like that's, a, you see that like freaking everywhere, right? Yeah. Stage, stage two, stage two is when a man starts to let that go and he starts to realize that there's, there's more that there's more to me than this and that this is not giving me what I want. Like we've heard stories of like men that reach like, you know, success in business and they have the women, they have the cars, they have all this other stuff. And they're like, this, this is still not it. And then they, they keep searching for something. Then they sort of like let that stuff go. And then they venture off into like sort of uh, um, an abyss where it's like, they don't have, they're not operating from their ego. They're not getting the fuel from their ego, but yet they don't have like a spiritual foundation yet either. So they're kind of in limbo. And that's that for me, that was like when I was just like, I couldn't make money. I, I didn't know who I was. You know, I didn't have a, a clear voice or even a clear identity. I didn't really even know how to dress. I just I just was kind of getting by trying to figure out who I was on the inside. Right. Because no one 
necessarily, in my opinion or experience, like teaches us how to really do that on a large scale here in the West. Uh, other cultures, you know, they, they kind of have like that sort of thing, but not really us. We don't have like a rites of passage for the boys or, you know what I'm saying? It's not really predominant here. So like that middle phase is sort of like that sort of figuring out like, which direction am I going to go? And, 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 and a man, it's like really, his journey is like really moving from his head into his heart and saying, how can I anchor myself in my heart and live from my heart and access my head when I need to, but how do I live from my heart? How do I live and, you know, become empathetic and feel where other people are at and, 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 you know, where I don't have to be right all the time. It's like, it's not even about that really. It's just about like, kind of like living authentically and like showing up in the moment, like how you need to show up. That's going to suit everybody. Um, so stage two is kind of like that. And that's when, you know, when I was kind of in that limbo, I hit rock bottom. I remember I was crying to my wife and I was like, I don't know. I don't know what to do. I couldn't do anything. And she said, well, you know, you could. She said, she said it so gently. She said it so gently because I was like so broken. She was like, you know, you could go back to acting. And I was like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah, yeah, I, I could. I do, know, I do know how to act. I could go back and make money with acting. That's right. Because I had taken a break and everything. And I was so lost like in myself you know in my heart like just trying to discover me um and then the kundalini came you know uh at that point and uh, i had finished reading this book it was called the book of life uh ascension in the divine world order by michael sharp i had finished reading that book two and a half days cover to cover i've never done that before like that but my soul was salivating and, and I'm serious. In that book, they did not talk about yoga. I mean, sure, they talked about freaking gray aliens. They talked about the government. They talked about the Kundalini. They talked about the awakening. They talked about the planetary, all this other stuff, right? They talked about these wild things. But what I got from that was, and at that time, I was like, moving into that, I was like, you know, I was a gym rat. I was lifting weights. You know, I was, you know, you know, trying to be strong. I've been doing that for 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 a few years. And when I finished reading that book, I was like, you know what? It's, I need to be strong on the inside. Like my energy, my energy needs to be strong. Like mm -hmm. this weight is cool, but like there's something that's foundational that comes before this physical body. I need to get my energy right. And so I said, well, yoga. I said, yoga, I know yoga is more like, <laughs> you know, more about that. Mm -hmm. I did some research and I found you know, I did some research in my area and I found a Kundalini yoga class. I was like, that book says something about that Kundalini. So I was like, that must be the yoga that I'm supposed to take. I'm doing that. And that just set me on my path from there on out. You know what I'm saying? I just kept going. I just am so in awe of you. Like you, you, I just want you to know, you're going to hear some pauses from us. I know that's making me kind of nervous. I'm like, I'm yeah. used to <laughs> No, no, you are. It's just, it's like, I know that this is what you do. It's like empowerment all of these things like speaking and just like you but just listening to you talk I'm in awe and like you're making me feel empowered and better about myself right now and I didn't even know I needed that uh necessarily today but just hearing you talk I'm like yeah I need to take care of myself I'm like wait a second this isn't a therapy session for me. This is an interview. No, it's not. No, no, it's not. This is our therapy session. This is all therapy, baby. All of it. We're all working this shit out. Look, do you have life figured out? I don't have life figured out. I don't know if Andy's got, I don't think any of us has this shit working out. So we got to do, the, you know, as much as we can to try to figure this shit out together. That's all I'm saying. 
Yeah. Yeah. Well, therapy for all of us, baby. You're helping me. That's yeah. for sure. Hey, look, if I can be able to assist you, you're helping me too. This is, this is, it's beautiful. Look, cause I, I live, you know, none of us have it figured out. I just, you know, we just don't like shit. <laughs> well, everyone's doing the best that we can. One of my mentors that told me a while ago, she had said something and she had said it more in the area of business. Cause that's what we were focusing on. She was like, you know what? They, everybody's making it up. Everybody's making it up. They're experimenting. They're trying things. They're making it up with business. And I'm like, you know what? That is fucking, that's true. Someone made it up in the very beginning. They said, this kind of works. So this doesn't. And they just kept experimenting. And then they just kind of go boldly forward and just doing what they're doing. But everyone's making it up. Yeah. Yeah. That's actually true. Yeah. Super true. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Kat. So what other specific questions? Um, well, I mean, even though we are a vegan-ish podcast, I and we have kind of strayed away from the vegan path in our previous episodes as of late, I'm definitely curious, like, how veganism came into it. Like, did you, kind of like Danny's question, did you go vegan first? Did the vegan thing come from yoga? Like, how did that end up fitting into all of it? Mm-hmm. Well, I'm going to, like, go a fun angle with this. I was a drug addict, and I didn't even know it. <laughs> what do you got to say to that? Well, you I know? listened to your so interview this, with Victoria Moran, so I know where this is going. Ah, <laughs> oh, you son of a! Like, you, 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 you lucky to have her it. on your team. I, won't spoil it. <laughs> I know nothing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's good. She's good. You got to keep her. She's good. Like she, she does her. She did. Oh, okay, cool. I don't, um, so, I don't usually. Nah, look, she really look, doesn't. So look, I, I won't like get into like too too much, but basically, you know, the first time I tried to 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 go vegan, um, my my like I just couldn't do it after three years. My my I, I, what I thought was my immune system crashed, right? And then and then I said, okay, no, I got to be gentle with myself. Let me just ease ease myself into it. Um, and then I realized, you know. Let me just kind of go back because you, you kind of messed me up now that you know the story. You messed up my story, Kat. Sorry, God sorry, dang it! Sorry. Like you got you got you got all of my subconscious here. Like you got me all insecure now and shit. I'm like, she knows my story. She got to hear my story. We're off our therapist. I know, I know. Oh my god! If you want, okay, okay, breathe. My headphones off. I won't listen. Breathe. No, 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 no. no. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm breathe. I'm gonna put. A, I'm pulling on my acting hat right now. I'm pulling on my acting hat. I'm gonna go back to one. I'm gonna do a take two. I'm gonna do a take two right now. So my immune system crashed after three weeks of, of being vegan. And I was like, what the heck is wrong with me, right? What's wrong with me? And mm-hmm. I said, oh, I haven't eaten meat in three weeks. So I ate a piece of meat. And then I, I was like, in under 60 seconds, I was able to run literally a marathon. Now, mind you, 60 seconds before that, I, I was like, I barely could walk out of the kitchen. There was snot dripping out of my nose. My body was weak. But I was like, I don't have the flu. I know I don't. I know what the flu feels like. I know what these other sicknesses feel like. I don't know what this is. Mm-hmm. So I ate a piece of meat literally in under 60 seconds. I could run around the block like 20 times. Um, fast forward. So I kind of fast forward to into being like about eight years of being like all plant-based. And you know how you get these little light bulb moments that that kind of just like ding, 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 ding. And you kind of like, oh, what, what, why did I think about that? You know, because I guess your body's getting clear, your mind's getting clearer and clearer and clearer and things like that. So this light bulb moment went off to me, a flash of me back in that moment when I was like weak in the kitchen seven years prior, right before I eaten that meat, when I was my snot dripping from my nose, right? And then a flash of one of my most favorite movies, Sid and Nancy with Gary Oldman, one of my favorite actors, when, when he was in that movie and he was going through withdrawals 
in the in the in the methadone clinic underneath the sink and he was blowing snot bubbles i thought he was doing the most amazing job if you haven't seen that movie go see sid and nancy it's an old movie but it's amazing this man's acting job was so amazing but he was going through withdrawals in this jail cell underneath his like little sink like shaking blowing snot bubbles like it was epic so for some reason into like eight years of being plant-based those two images like popped in my head and then just like like it all just came all at the same time it was like oh sh- holy shoot oh my gosh that had nothing to do with the meat it had everything to do with the drugs that was in the meat the steroids mm. the hormones it wasn't that i needed the meat i needed a hit mm. i needed the drugs the drugs that the, that the meat was given to me i got it all in that moment it all, it all just came to me i wasn't even thinking about it so you know now I I just I kind of reflect back on that, but as I has but as I get got into uh, more plant based, I didn't rush it. I didn't I didn't rush it like how I had to do like how I tried to do that particular time. You know, I tried to say, hey, I'm just gonna do it. I'm gonna stop eating meat. I'm gonna stop doing it, and mm-hmm. I, I allowed myself to um, kind of put the to the, the 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 horse before the cart. You know, which is like the consciousness before the body. So. You know, I, I accepted myself. I said it took me whatever, 30-something years to get where I'm at right now. I'm not going to expect an overnight shift. And so I said, you know what? I'm okay with eating this. T- I remember I was on tuna and salmon at that time. That was like my last like little bit of meat that I was on. And I said, you know what? I'm okay with eating this tuna right now. I'm not going to feel guilty. I'm not going to do none of that feeling shameful. I'm not going to beat myself up. I'm actually going to be peace with myself in my mind my heart just be totally peaceful i'm cool with this and as soon as i ate that i said you know what but one day i will be plant-based mm-hmm. and then i kept eating my tuna i said that's fine i'm cool but i'm gonna be plant-based and the the key was really allowing that keeping out the the um the uh the guilt the shame the, the beating ourselves up you know, that, that, that really like messes up the creative process, you know, and being able to accept, accept oneself, accept where we're at. And at the same time, like know where we want to go and just, just pro- reprogramming ourselves. That's how I like became uh, plant-based permanently, you know, and it, and it literally two weeks, I, I don't know. I, I remember at one point I was like, I opened up the, the cup, the, the cabinet and I was like, there's some tuna here. Like what? I haven't even thought about this. I haven't even thought about this tuna in like two weeks. Mm-hmm. And then I said, I think I'm done. I said, it was, it just, just disappeared so easy, you know? And so, yeah, I just always wanted to have a better diet. I always, and as I just kept feeling better, I kept, you know, getting more energy. The The brain fog kept clearing up. I was like, why? Like, if you, if you think of yourself like a, like a CEO making a business decision for your business, you're like, it doesn't even make sense to go back to eating meat for me. If I'm feeling better, if I'm feeling lighter, if I'm happier, if I have more energy, if I'm clearer without the brain fog, it, it literally, it just doesn't even make sense to go back. So logically, it's like, of course, well, I should stay here doing this. So, and then that's how I stayed. So yeah, yes, yeah, I'm good. I'm so good. I love plants. I eat them out the damn, you know, <laughs> garden, like straight right there. That's actually love some it. of the best things is right out of the like vegetable garden and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I love it. 
that's so interesting that you that that's like the journey that you took with veganism because um like like we said we like to joke we like to be lighthearted um and sometimes that's difficult in the vegan world because you know there are very staunch militant vegans that say yeah. if you don't if you don't jump in and you don't go for lack of a better term cold turkey right away then you're just not doing it right and they make people feel really bad about <laughs> yeah. themselves you know yeah. and so i yeah. like took the opposite approach of like i'm going to do my best and i will get there someday and by giving yourself that like you gave yourself permission to do what worked for you and to take your time and that it's stuck longer versus just making yourself feel guilty and bad. And I don't know, I feel like I mean, that doesn't work. I mean, yeah, because it's like, at the end of the day, it's not about vegan or not vegan or plant and other stuff like it. At the end of the day, like the way I see it at this point, it's like, it's, it's, it's our relationship with self. How do you, how do, how are we treating ourselves? Are we lashing ourselves? How is our relationship to ourselves? How's our experience with how are we talking to ourselves? How are we treating ourselves? You know, like really deep down in there and how much do we enjoy ourselves? Like, you know, I don't want to have to always, always make myself force myself to do things. Um, like and sometimes we, we do, but different things work. It's like, you have to trust yourself, like your intuition, like really, when you really tap into your intuition, you know, you'll know some of the things that you how to work with yourself like we have to learn how to work with ourselves. sometimes we got to be a little stricter of course sometimes we got to be like you know gentle but i think that's all like self-guided and it's not one way or another like my way is not the way for everything and that way is not the way i'm, I'm sure it's like a it's like a pendulum it's like an ebb and flow sometimes we got to be a little tougher sometimes we got to you know be gentle there was times i was getting up at four o'clock in the morning like without a doubt. And I was doing meditations you know, hundreds of days in a row. And then my, my next learning was like, you got to stay in bed. You got to learn how to rest, dude. Mm-hmm. Like stay, in, stay in bed. And I learned how to sleep in. I learned just like a, a year and a half of a year ago or so how to stay in bed until my eyes naturally popped open. I had to learn that because I was mm-hmm. forcing myself to grow, 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 get up. Do your meditation, do your side and take your cold showers, do all this stuff, do, 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 go push, 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 push. And that works, but that's not the only type of growth that there is. You know, there's the feminine aspect as well, which is a lot, we go a lot of in, in, in the, the, with the, the coaching and stuff. There's that sort of masculine yang energy, that sun energy that pushes forward and penetrates, but there's also growth in the, in the feminine, in the yin, in the receiving, in the relaxing, in the allowance as well, too. And we have to learn, especially as men, how to relax and allow, you know, how to kick back and just like kind of wait and kind of chill and receive, you know? So I think it's, it's definitely both. And you have to have that awareness and that relationship with self and that communication with self and the intuition and to hear it and to trust it and act on it right away to, to be able to navigate because we have to navigate. We have to make left turns and right turns, slow down fast. So there's not just one way to do that, you know? So. Yep. Yeah. Just keep talking. Nope. I'm just like listening and I'm like sitting here bobbing my head. I'm like, uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> one thing, I'll just say one more thing. And then, but, but the, the, you know, with a lot of like men, cause a lot of us men get stuck. We just get stuck. I was stuck for over 35 years. So I know, like, I know what it is to be stuck, especially in my ego, which led me to being so insecure. And I never felt like a man. I never felt like a man until until I accepted like the feminine aspect of myself. 
And for what for us as men, what we what what helps us so much to become like that fully activated twelve cylinder high performance vehicle of a man is that we we have we have we have those gas pedals, right? We have the gas pedal and the brake pedal. Like we're this type of vehicle, right? The gas pedal, it's fun to hit the gas, right? Like you got that Mustang, that Tesla, whatever, you hit that gas, you you take off. That's fun. And slowing down can be can be seen, I understand, as kind of boring. You know, when you when you think about hitting that gas pedal, you like we like to hear that rev or that Mustang. You know what I'm saying? We like that. That's like, oh yeah. Ah, I'm feeling the power of your king. Right? So and then you're talking about shutting it off and putting the brake, you're like, oh, well, why, why, why you do that? Come on, let's keep revving the engine. Ah, you're revving the engine. Yeah. And it's just like, but we got to realize we're not just here just to just go, 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 go. We're here to navigate. And sometimes if we're going to make that right turn, we got to put on that brake, slow down a little bit, turn, and then accelerate again. And then push the brake, make that left turn, and then accelerate. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. as a man, we have to know, relearn, remember how to use that feminine aspect of ourselves because it's there whether whether we like it or not and we got to learn how to like slow down receive you know and then like how to press forward and women as well too like we've all been like <laughs> duped into thinking that the gas pedal is the only way you know that's mm-hmm. that's the only way you make progress and we have all these women that are that are more like men than the, than they are women and they don't even know what their femininity is and women are learning what their femininity is and, and that there's actually power in that you know, I had so many women kick my butt. That was when I really first time realized that I was a man is when we were teaching self-defense and a rape prevention thing. This woman finally broke through. I was like, just pull my hair, take me down. Cause she was supposed to take me down. Right. Mm-hmm. And she finally did it and she slammed me down and I popped up like a freaking Phoenix. That was the first time I felt like a man. Mm-hmm. It was when she stepped into her power, when she was released. The second time that I felt like a man and permanently when it was when I blessed my wife and we were co-parenting. And she had a relationship and she came to me to, 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 so I would give her my blessing uh, to be able to give her heart to this man that she was dating where she was stuck. And we had a completion ceremony and I gave her my blessing. And that's when all the marriage stuff, that's when it finally clicked for me. When I gave her my blessing, I gave her my love, but I also received the love at the same time. Like it all happened simultaneously for me. And that's when I became a man. And that was like when I was like 40 years old or something like that. Wait, okay. <laughs> How old are you? I'm 48. I just turned 48, January 2nd. Oh, okay. happy birthday. Well, thank yeah. you. Happy birthday. Uh, yeah. You don't look that age. I'm like, uh, there's ages. I don't pay attention to that crap. Like, I don't <laughs> nah. Look, look, look. I got stories for you. I got stories for days. When I hit 30, the next day of hitting 30, 12 hours into it, I felt old. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I was like, WTF? I was like, what, 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 what? It hasn't even been like, okay. I, 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 I mind effed myself. Obviously, I might. So if I can feel older in 12 hours, I can feel younger, like yeah. plain and simple. So I made a decision at that point. And ever since, I was like, I'm just going to keep getting younger. So it's like, it's all about how I feel, you know, how we feel, our energy, you know, and the life force energy. So I can talk about this for days. So you take take over. Go, go, Kat. You got to take over. Go, do your yeah, thing. Kat, go. Yeah, No, I, I, um, I'm liking what you're saying because I turned 35 on Thursday and I'm feeling a little weird about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, well, yeah. you do have old lady hips, to be fair. I, oh, God. Thank you, my friend. She has old lady hips. What does that even mean? Uh, She can't walk or something? (laughs) It means my hips hurt all the time. (laughs) 
you just need some some sort of like vitamin. Go see a, a, a Eastern <laughs> medicine doctor. They'll fix that acupuncture, I whatever they'll do. They'll figure that out. So that's just like an imbalance because because we're so healthy here in the West, right? Because it, it, that's just an imbalance. That's all that is. This These bodies are like totally made yeah. to last for hundreds of years. I know it sounds crazy. They are made to last, last, you know? So, yeah. I hope yeah. so. <laughs> <laughs> Old lady hips. Man, come on, man. Come on, man. <laughs> we, I love y'all. Just, I love y'all. We just do a lot of like making fun of each other because I have old lady hips. Danny likes to knit. We have like a trillion cats. We're just really living a stereotype. Oh, <laughs> yes. Yeah. I got it. I got it. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep, I've, yep. I've had some, I've had my favorite cats, Officer and Moses and Soul Soul. Those are my guys. Officer used to sleep on my chest at night right before I went to bed and just purr. When he died, that was the one of the worst losses I ever had. Ugh, I get it. I Ugh. get it. Yeah. All right, upper. That's a bummer. I don't want to. And no more bummer. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not. What are you talking about? It was a happy moment for me. Cat <laughs> next. Um. So okay, yeah. So well, I have. I okay. Um. I have a few. Well, no, I have a couple. I think. So, <laughs> um, I think I think kind of Into my the belly. <laughs> we could use you, like know, if you want to just exist for us. Um, um it's, it would be great. I'm existing. You yeah. Call me anytime. Uh, so I will. Okay. So you um, you mentioned doing some self defense type at workshops for women. Um, so I'm curious kind of what brought you there because now um, it, it, I know you had the event this past weekend that was kind of working with men. So how, yeah. like, what did, are, are those like two separate things that you do? Do you, are they intertwined? Like what? Same, yeah, same thing. Yeah. Those are the same exact thing, actually. You know, it's, it's, it's all about this. It's all about this. Like it's Danny, right? Mm-hmm. And Kat. Yes. And then what's, what's your husband's name? Andy. Okay, Andy, I love you. I love you, brother. Danny, I love you. Cat, I love you. And it's all about the marrying of our energies. Like being able to say I love you to my brother and still feel like a man. Being able to say I love you to my sister and still and not mean anything sexual, you know? So it's just there's a there's a I mean, I don't know it all. This is just stuff that like my, my soul kind of speaks. I think we all have our niche that we're supposed to do, right? You know, we're all supposed to follow our own path. And for me, I, I, I've i always been in love with balance. Like my mom would have to make my plate when I was a little boy and she would have to section off the peas and section off the carrots and section off the whatever, the potatoes and section off the little, you know, corn or whatever. And it would just have to be balanced. It would have to be pretty, right? And so- and then I would eat it that way. I would never just eat like the peas all at once. And then the other, I would kind of like make my rounds and like kind of go in circles and like eat a little bit of each of them, right? I mean, it's kind of like obsessive compulsive, whatever you want to think, you know what I'm saying? But like I would kind of eat in that sort of balanced way. So like everything for me has to do with like balance. And so when we talk about like with women and men, like I needed to work with women. Like I can't exist without you. Like I need you to be a man. Like, I need you, cat. You define me as a man. You're like my opposite, like my polarity. You know what I'm saying? Like, we're opposites. 
we balance each other out. So if I'm going too much in the center and you're going too much in the center, it's like it gets kind of gray. It's like we it's like we are like these these opposites, right? So by working with women and working with men, there is a there's a like a sort of like an ebb and flow where we're kind of like learning how to kind of be what we were made to be, you know? We're kind of learning to like with the women with the, with the women in the in the um uh like the rape prevention the empowerment it was all about like if I was to summarize it all for how I how I've experienced us moving forward in this world it's all about women like taking up more space i'm talking about in your authentic energy in your authentic beautiful divine uh, uh nurturing creative and powerful feminine healthy energy like taking up more space because right now not only you're not taking enough space, but like the space is not safe for you to take up space. And you don't necessarily, women like don't feel safe here in this world. Like, and look at the world. I mean, shit is so violent. Every billboard you see or a TV show you see, you'll see like a, a woman's face, a dark background. And you see a knife, glimmering knife next to her face or something like that. It's a stalker film. It's a CSI. It's, it's Lucifer. It's this, it's that. It's all this violence. And a lot of it's, it's towards women as well too. So anyways, so what, like with women, it's like, it's all about like taking up healthy space. For men, it's all about also holding the container and creating a safe space. And for us, so it's kind of like a balancing that that I, I see that my purpose is like, just to like balance these energies, just to balance these energies. And so that just is, gets expressed in a lot of different ways. So sometimes it's like in, for the first like decade and a half, I worked largely with women, but that's also when I was really figuring myself out. And I needed to do that sort of work before I also, before I worked with the men, because that's also energetically what the men need to do is like, what we're learning how to do is like to accept our feminine. So that naturally had to come first and then working with men. And then there's also a collaboration where, you know, we have um, both men and women working together where we learn how to be in relationship again, where we just learn how to do this. I respect you. You respect me. I love you. You love me. There's nothing sexual and there's no manipulation. It's just like clearing the slate, getting back to what's normal and like this sort of like basic, you know, uh, uh, creativity because we're co-creators together. We're the perfect co-creators. No, no other creation comes before the creation that you and I create. Nothing. If we don't create a, a life force, if we don't create a baby, there's nothing else that can create. And if our energies are off, that means everything else is going to radiate and be off. But if we can get ourselves right, that primal creation right, then everything else can start to align and be right. So um, that was a little like long-winded answer to that. But like I kind of I do I do like a lot of that stuff. I kind of go back and forth. So that's uh, that's my deal, and I'm gonna stick to it. <laughs> well, sure. <laughs> <laughs> like I don't have nothing to go on with that right there. I mean, like, what am I supposed to say? Well, <laughs> I, I just say, say I love you, and I'm gonna say I love you back, my sister, and we're are gonna just have a big you, love fest. Are you, you gonna know? like? Do you, are there any plans in your future to write a book? Um, yeah, yeah, definitely, yeah. De definitely. I mean, this. I think one of them that I've been thinking about that might come like in about a year or so is is my process into like how I, you know, um, kind of navigate it, like going from that sort of. Mm, I don't know, coming into my manhood and how I never felt like a man and like what being a man is truly to me and, and how I, you know, all the mistakes I made in my marriage, which weren't mistakes, they were really learning lessons, right? And then I owned up for them and how I cleaned them up and how I'm best friends with my former wife and like 
I tr- I will give her a billion dollars and walk away and trust that she'll do the right thing with it. That's how close and high her I, her and I are now more than we've ever been during our marriage or before our marriage. I we are better and a hundred times closer than we are now than we've ever been. I mean, she's still she's a jewelry maker, she's a designer, she's a creative. She still like makes me all these jewelry pieces because we just love each other so much. And the other day, like yesterday, I gave her like a, a peace offering gift because like, you know, we have like this homeschooling and all this other stuff with our child and we have a nine-year-old daughter and she's like, so like, that's her thing with education. She's just so on point with it. And I keep dropping the ball with like, you know, helping our daughter finish homework. And I'm like, oh my God, am I ever going to get this right? <laughs> like I keep dropping the ball. And so like, I felt so, I was like, okay, I'm, I'm going to do a peace offering peace offering to her. And I, I wanted to let her know that I'm really like, you know, I'm really, um, I, I acknowledge, I acknowledge that I'm dropping the ball here. You know what I'm saying? And I'm really, you know, doing my best to do better, much, much better. And, but I just wanted to give her a gift because she's a, you know, her love language is gifts, you know? And, uh, so I got her like some, you know, two, two things of chocolate, a bag of vegan cookies, um, uh, 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 some coconut whipped cream, and like uh, something else, what I, I got her something something else in there as well. Oh, I got her two kombuchas because those are like some of her favorite things. And I put like in a little bag and stuff like that. So, um, but I mean, I think this, if we just get back to seeing each other clearly, like we got to just start seeing each other clearly before the romance, before the sex, you know, like how we were when we were like little boys and girls, you know, before seeing each other clearly. And that stuff is cool. I'm not saying we don't do that, but like, the foundation is like, let me see you clearly. Let me see you who you for who you truly are. Let me see you from the top down instead of from the bottom up. Let me see you from the inside out instead of from the outside in, you know, as as a woman and as a man too, you know? And then from there we can have like a a truly anchored, loving relationship with self, with each other. And then the romance gets amazing. When you got that, oh my gosh, crazy. <laughs> I'm waiting for Kat to go. Sure. Again. I mean, I've passed out before. Like I'm I've lost consciousness. So Danny, you're gonna have to, you're gonna have to carry on without me, I think. There's like um what oh my god, is it Brene Brene Brown that uh speaks about vulnerability? Yes, Kat. Yes, right? radical, radical vulnerability, I think, right? Yeah. yeah. This, yes. This is like emanating that it's just all about like being vulnerable and saying that you love each other and that it's okay to say that it's just it's speaking in that same same world Mm -hmm. and it's just you can't have enough of that we don't get enough of that in general and it's so easy to forget about it like I mean I've read her books a thousand times and again yoga training and things like that and it's like yeah I get it and then this world that we live in takes over and you forget that kind of thing and then you know, listening to you say the same thing and just be like, I love you. And, and you just like mean that and you're putting love out there. And it's like, it's like getting hit with a truck almost because you don't hear that. You don't just hear someone emanate that kind of like love and vulnerability. And that's like, you're just, you're doing it. You, You don't need anything from it. You don't expect anything back from it. You're just doing it because you feel it and you genuinely mean it. And it's like, shocking mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah yeah and i think it's like for, for me like that's the new normal like seriously i don't care what they're saying out there but oh this this the new, no no the new normal is like what you're talking about what we're not used to it's like that's the way we're going to move forward and like in getting used to hearing i love you all the time to where it's like 
it becomes like a fierce strength. Like what other strength is there? Like, seriously, I mean, there is no other power. Like what, what, what gives like the, the, the best warriors in, in films that you've seen the power to overcome their enemies is because they love their wife or their child or something they want to get back to, whatever, right? Yep. I mean, it's, it's the love, yeah. mm-hmm. you know? So, and we know that, but we got it. But the thing is, is that our brain has to, uh, uh, we have to demonstrate it and practice it and our brain has to like get it and our body has to get it and our voice has to get it. And, our, and we, have to con- we have to convince the, 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 the body to do it. So we have to do it. We have to practice it. So like, I, 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 not only do I practice it, but obviously I mean it, but like, I make it a, a point to all, you know, as, as many opportunities as I get, it's like, look, yo, brother, I, I love you. I love you, you know? Because then my brain is like, it convinces it a little bit more and a little bit more and a little bit more. And I work through that little uncomfortableness, you know what I'm saying? And it's like, that's just like, that's just the real deal. Like love is the real deal. Love is not some fluffy little pink pillow on Valentine's Day. Love is like power. It's like everything. You know what I'm saying? It's like yeah. power. It's expression. It gets you out there on the dance floor. It's amazing. It's explosive. It's also gentle. It's soft. It's a, it's, it's it's nurturing. It's vulnerable. It's power. It's like it's everything, man. Yeah. So I just I just think that like we just start to just do that. We just start to love each other and it, and it's like like remove the romance though. It's like remove remove the romance just so we can understand understand what what the love truly is because love doesn't mean romance. Sometimes there's romance in love, but love doesn't mean romance. Love doesn't mean sex. We gotta like start separating these things and unpacking them and like getting really crystal clear about what love is first for ourselves. Like, yeah. what does it look like for Cat to love herself? And that's why we jumped we, like 15 minutes ago about old, old lady hits. And I know we're just training and stuff like that. But like, but there's also a real conversation in there too. There's also a real conversation in there too. So, but what does it look like for Kat to like love herself when she gets up? What's her conversation? What's Danny's? What's Andy's? What's Kiko's? What does that look like? Like, and we all love ourselves differently throughout the day when we get up, what we say to ourselves at night, what we're, what we're thinking about, dreaming about, what we're programming our body. You know what I'm saying? Like, and it, and, it's, and it can it can start to get really freaking fun. You know what I'm saying? It's like, oh, I remember because we remember. Once we remember how to the love, because you do know the love. You you do know. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, you know what it is because you are that. But you know what I'm saying? But the programming has been something else. So we've got to reprogram and like fight for it, man. Fight for it. You know, loving loving Andy. Like loving Andy as your brother, you know what I'm saying? I have this, I have, like when I work with couples, yeah. like it's like loving, loving each couple, like a couple loving each other first. Like I look at my, you know, loving each other as brother and sister, divine brother and sister. We all come from the same source. We all emanate. We're all like emanations. So we're all offspring of this main source, whatever that you believe in. Right. So that makes us divine siblings put real simply. So it's like and a mentor had told me. Kiko, you know what? And this was when I was at my lowest. So back, you know, when I was like crushed, right? He said, you know, Kiko, it's divinity before humanity. And I was like, I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> right? And I was like, that's, I was like, with a capital, all caps actually, I was like, that's truth. That's yeah. just truth. I can look at anything, this computer that we're on right now, my, my the trailer that I'm living in because I we sold the house I live in a trailer now I was like I don't want a big house to take care of I don't, I want a trailer I want something small I'm downsizing it doesn't matter what I look at cats mirror clothes it 
every divinity before humanity applies to everything, including our relationships. So when I can look at Kat and say, sister, sister, my sister, my soul sister, look, I love you. I love you. I want you to accomplish your soul's mission. You came here for a freaking reason. Accomplish that shit. Me too. You know, so. And that's where I like, my can't tell if from. Kat's crying. I keep hearing like little <laughs> she's noises. Good. She's good. She's. I like. <laughs> I heard like a little noise, and I'm like, no, is no. Kat no, no, no. I'm good. I'm I'm breathing deep, as my new therapist suggested. I do. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I'm taking notes, and I'm watching. What you might hear is slight hissing coming from my cats because they ah. they did not get the memo that I'm recording a podcast right now. So that could be it. But I'm <laughs> scribbling away. <laughs> but but here's the, but also here's the thing: scribble away, scribble away. And also things just like your heart already knows this, and your heart feels it, and your heart already remembers everything. And so it's just like just allow your heart to do it. Just do it. Like, I'm not doing anything that you don't already know how to do. And you know what I'm saying? It's like your heart knows everything. Empower the heart and let it lead the way. And and and, and, and let's release second guessing it and allowing it to do that. I've second guessed myself my entire life. I know what it is to second guess. <laughs> so, but yeah, you know, we do what we got to do. But at the end of the day, we got to put it in the practice. We got to demonstrate it. You know what I'm saying? We got to prove to the powers that be that are watching us or that how we're watching ourselves. We have to we have to put it into action, you know. We got to put love into action, and if that starts off by saying "I love you," and we can do it in a way where our heart is open, and our throat is open, and where our eyes are open, we're truly seeing that and we're feeling it. Like that's just like, and it's not, we're not going to start. It's not going to start there, but we're, it's going to it's going to it's going to. We got to give ourselves time to get there, just like becoming vegan. It's like give yourself time, give yourself time. You know what I'm saying? And it's, it's all so- going to be good. So other than um, this, which is being recorded, do you have recordings of you just talking like this anywhere? Um, because like, you know, like how you heard is there, like- Is there like a 1-900 number I can call? Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, I, might, I might create one like uh, tonight actually now that you mentioned that. <laughs> you honestly might, because like, as because it's funny because I have headphones on, but you know, like you would see in- at, like tv shows and stuff you would see people that listen to motivational tapes yeah and whatever like that's what i feel like i'm listening to but i'm actually like i'm so invested like i'm sitting here like like i feel better and i would like to listen to this like i would like to listen to you often <laughs> so you might want to start like a number to call or something or perhaps just record yourself saying everything that you just did and just continue doing that yeah. um, no, I, I tell i tell you what i will do I tell you what I will do is I I will take the 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 spots my spots from this recording and do something for that since you think it's ad, I'll I'll put something together with some music and some oh visuals and stuff like that and I'm gonna put something together for that because I love doing that as well too and if it can help one one other person do boom I love it they might change the world you know as well so that that's exactly what I'm gonna do thank you for for that guidance you know what I'm saying I appreciate that thank you. Uh, thank you because it's really just self-serving. That's yep. uh, <laughs> yeah, yep. I was just Andy's like Andy's dying over there because he's like he's like here's you going. Thank you for that guidance, and I'm like, yep, it was selfish. I just like it's really motivating because I need it. But I do feel like a lot of people would benefit from that. Like everything you're saying is everything that people need to hear to just trust themselves and just yeah. to 
to just feel things and just move forward. And even if you feel bad things, you like the way you're speaking is like, it's okay to make mistakes. It's okay to feel bad things because you can still move on from that. You can still be a better person. You can learn from it. And it's just, it's like you're giving permission where we already know these things and want to feel these things, but we've been programmed to not do it. And it's just, it's just such a relief. So a lot of people I feel like truly would benefit from that kind of thing from you. So please, for yeah. all of us. No, I, I, I absolutely, I, I actually promise you, I promise you that I'm going to get, as soon as you get me the audio from this, please send it to me right away so I can start chopping it up and stuff like that or give it to one of my editors or whatever, because we're supposed to make mistakes. We're supposed to make mistakes. Now, I also believe that we're not supposed, we're supposed to learn as fast as possible from those mistakes and make the adjustments and clean it up. But we're, we have to make the mistakes. And then we're supposed to learn from it and shift and, and adjust and evolve and grow from that. Like, but you got to make the mistakes. So, but if we get all caught up in the, oh, damn it. Oh, made, ah, feel, and beating us, slashing us. And now, we're, now you're doing something totally different. I don't know what you, we're doing something totally different here. <laughs> like, you're missing the whole point. It's like, make the mistake, learn from it. You know, what's the lesson for you? Boom. Because as soon as you really ask, what's the lesson in this? And you, and you really get that, the, the, the mistake or the lesson or the circumstance will, will, will like start to go away because there's no other point. It's just supposed to learn from it. And then you'll get another one, another challenging situation that you're supposed to learn from. But as soon as we learn from these things, they start to disappear. But if, but if we like lash ourselves and like start beating ourselves up, then, that, then it's just like it becomes something completely different. It becomes like smarter, self-torture. I don't know. It'd be, it's, just, it's just not that sort of learning and growing process. So, I mean, that's just what I've learned, you know, how to like move forward with certain things and just, you know, and not get caught up in the, the bad stuff or, or the stuff that's being doing it wrong. Like, it's okay. It's okay. One of my best mentors, the one that told me that. The one that told me that, Divinity Before Humanity, he was one of the worst domestic violence perpetrators. He would beat up his wife, knock her out. She'd knock her out cold, throw cold water on her, wake her up, and continue the process. And then, and then, but now, because he didn't stop, right? He has the most successful, his name is Dr. James L. Beard. He has the most successful uh, uh, domestic violence recovery program in correctional facilities because he did it. So he, he'll look at somebody and they'll be like, yeah, Dr. James, uh, yeah, I was just angry. And he'll, he'll look at him, right? He'll look at him with his laser eyes because he knows. He was like, nah, 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 nah. Go deeper. It's something else. And he calls him out and he makes him become conscious to stuff that they weren't conscious to before because he was there. So like if he hadn't made that mistake, he wouldn't be able to transform all these other men's lives. If he would have got caught up in it and, you know, whatever, if he would have been in jail and just got caught up and turned, stayed dark then it wouldn't have transformed into like consciousness. So that's it. I'm good. Like, I, I hope that's good. <laughs> I know I've been talking your ears off, but thank you for letting me let it out. <laughs> uh, no, really. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> thank you. Appreciate um, is there is there anything else like Kat you wanted to ask or Kiko uh, you wanted to like say or, or mention or throw out there? Um. I, no, no. I mean, if anyone wants to get in contact with me, they can. Uh, I'm on Instagram sometimes. Uh, it's uh, Kiko Ellsworth is my handle. And if they're interested in any like, you know, coaching or relationship coaching or high performance lifestyle living, anything like that, they can just get in contact with me there or, or schedule an appointment for like a breakthrough call. Yeah, cool. That's it. I'm golden, baby. I love you. <laughs> and we can do this again, even if we don't record it. 
Yeah. So, yeah. Well, I mean, you, you, we might be getting a message from me, be like, hey, can you call me? I just, uh, and need, just, I just like, need to pick me up. Yeah. Like, can you just talk for 10 minutes? Well, I mean, we're going to get this recorded. He said he's going to do it. And so. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So let's make sure you contact. We, we, we connect on that because it's going to, trust me, I promise you, this is a passion of mine and a purpose is to create inspirational content. Like my company is called You Inspire Me Inc. I mean, come on, like shit. And we do video production. I was in front of the, ah, like, this is what we do. Like, I love it. So like, um, so it's, it's, it's a done deal. Like give me, give me, I don't know, give me a, a week or so or something like that. And then it's, it's gonna, it's gonna, you, trust me, you'll get it back. You'll I get it back. Yeah. But if we, if we talk again, we might need to record it so we can create the next <laughs> one. Cause I can't just sit up here and talk. I can't just sit up here and like talk on my own. It's not like I just talk, you know, it's like you guys are giving you, you're, you're, we're, we're doing this together. I'm not doing this by myself right now. We're co-creating this. We're That's co-creating true. this. Like I can't, I can't do this by myself. Okay. So we like can you- give you the vibes and the problems <laughs> and you can talk yeah! about how to like feel better and that it's okay. <laughs> boom, boom. We could like certain subject matter. Yeah. Oh, so, we could do this uh, for days. <laughs> oh my gosh. They'll probably get bored with me. So let's just like space it out a little bit. So yeah. <laughs> well, I love y'all. I love y'all so much. Um, and I appreciate you having me. This has been really cool, really, really cool and and really great. And you can tell it's a good one because I was watching Andy often like freak out because he wanted to be talking. Like he he wanted to say things. So um the, that's next, one will be, the next one will be with him. There you go. Oh yes. Yeah. Oh Suki. Andy, mm-hmm. oh you uh, oh we 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 unleashed the beast now. It's gonna it's gonna be crazy. <laughs> It's gonna be crazy. It's gonna be the man, the man V, whatever this is. I don't know what this show. I forget what it's called. <laughs> We're golden. We're good. We're good. Thank you. <laughs> thank you, Kiko. Yes, it's been you. awesome. Um, okay. So do you wanna gush some more or like Yeah. I was gonna say, do we gush now? I think now's when we do the gushing. <laughs> Um, I think, and we probably should have asked, but we, I think we're too, like, too busy fawning. But I think um, that he won the Emmy for voiceover work, I think. Yes. Um, yep. And, I mean, that checks out because, wow, that voice. <laughs> that's, like, that's why, like, when when he just came out, and, I mean, I can't, Andy saw probably when he signed on or whatever, and I obviously cannot. Yeah. And, but like out of nowhere, it was there was just like this hello, and I was like, whoa! Like I yeah. truly, it, like what a voice! Like yeah, yeah, and wonderful. Um, like I said, for the first time, I think really in V Spot history, I actually did do quite a bit of research today, and I did listen to his um, interview with Victoria, and I was like, oh wow! Like this is. Um, to, to c- continuously quote you, this is also big potatoes. Like this is this is a big deal for our little podcast, and so very I exciting. Mean, we, here's the thing. Actually, I didn't even know this. Uh, I remember seeing a movie. I mean, we are now a degree away from Will Smith and Martin Lawrence. Yeah, we in are. A movie Hello? with Will Smith and Martin Lawrence. Like um, what the fuck? And Will Smith's son, uh, uh, maybe all have both of his kids are vegan. Yes. Yeah. Yep. So, uh, listen. There, oh, man. <laughs> See? <sighs> there you go. I mean, that's a big deal. Yeah, like that's, that's a big deal. That's big potatoes. It is big potatoes. We should get a shirt. We should make a shirt that says, that's big that's potatoes. Big potatoes. <laughs> TM, 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 TM. It's true, though. It is. I mean, for us, we're like, uh, 
hello, we're just talking to you. I, I mean, we really didn't do much talk. He was just so pleasant. I know. Like, so lovely to listen to. Yeah, yeah. So, and I honestly do feel uh, really good now. Yeah, for sure. That was great. It was so, it was so funny that we, <laughs> both to me and you separately, breathe. And I'm like, stop, you see I know, me. I know, Don't tell me what to do, but continue telling me what to do. I know. <laughs> because I'm like, I know, I know, I need to breathe. I know. Like, oh, calm down. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. We're fine. No, we're not. Mm. But I actually wanted to ask him and I didn't uh, how to sleep in. How did he learn to sleep in? Yeah. But to be fair, my eyes do naturally pop open at like 5 or 6 a.m. That's not me forcing. That's that my eyeballs do open yeah no so. my, no me too I, I I wake up naturally at a like between six and seven usually mm-hmm. um and it's difficult for me to um like I, I it's I have a hard time staying up like usually I will try to go back to bed because I'm like oh it's too early or oh whatever so sometimes I'm like maybe I should honor like the the time that I wake up you know what I mean instead of mm. forcing myself to try to go back to sleep Andy doesn't know anything about that because I've yeah. seen him be awake in the mornings and he's like five more minutes and I'm like but you were literally just talking like yeah. you're fine yeah whatever it's fine anyways uh anything else to mention at the end here I don't think so uh yeah man me neither Andy's like, Andy's it? looking at me like he's shook because I'm I just walked up to my bedroom because my laptop is gonna die and I don't want to risk um, it dying and us having a problem. Oh shit! Where is my laptop charger? Fuck. Oh well, gotta go. <laughs> yeah, That's I great. mean. Great time for the end of the podcast. Thanks for listening to the V Spot podcast. Go to the V for old episodes. Um. I don't know. That's it. Smash that like button and tell your friends to also smash that like button and be good to each other and love each other. Yes. Uh, yeah, that's great. Yeah, that's it. And um, OK, bye. Bye.